0: Hey everyone, you're listening to Smooth Jazz Hour with Goddamn GameCube. Greg and Riley are your hosts tonight, and Nick the Intern is going to be spinning records all evening long. We've got a featured performance from Golden Boy and Miss Mass, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Goddamn GameCube. Greg and Riley are your hosts today, Nick the Intern is here as well. And I welcome you all to a goddamn GameCube double feature. We're talking about two games today, two indie titles. We're talking about Genesis Noir, and we are talking about White Shadows, two visually very striking games, and also two very different games. So we are going to start with Genesis Noir. Riley, why don't you take it? Let's do this. Let's get into it.
1: Yeah, so I think I think last season we did a little bit of a pairing uh, with Journey and Abzu as well. Um, I felt these were similar enough artistically, where they're very strong uh, black and white art styles, a lot of bloom lighting. I thought they were at least stylistically similar enough to talk about together. We're going to start with Genesis Noir here. Uh, This was a 2021 adventure game developed by the studio Feral Cat Den, uh, located in NYC, and published by Fellow Traveler, which is an Australian publisher. So one of the most unique things about Genesis Noir is its aesthetic. Um, What did you guys think about the color and animation, uh, the way they were used in this game?
0: I thought the first hour or two of this game was a fever dream to me. (laughs) Like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, wait, is there even gameplay? I'm just like hitting buttons. I Nick, I'll actually. I was gonna bring up this anecdote later, but I'm gonna start with it. Something really funny that. So this is really cute. Nick and I actually played through this game together. I think it was on Christmas Day, quote unquote co-op. Yep, quote unquote co-op side by side. And this game I felt was so visually overwhelming that I said to Nick, like I'm laying on the couch, like fucking flatlined, like my (laughs) brain, my brain is like pouring out of my ears, and like I'm playing, and Nick is like analyzing the story beats, and Nick looks over at me, and I'm just like. Post on
1: the couch. <laughs> well, this was like this. These were some of the hardest notes for me to to construct mm-hmm. um, in terms of our, my my pre uh, pre-release research. Um, I think for me, the uh, it's the animation and like the presentation was definitely the most fully realized aspect. Um, I've never seen a game look like this before. Um, to me, it reminded me of like weird like European animation a little bit.
0: What I said, I also said to Nick when we were doing this side by side was, how do you even direct this? like there in the first, you know uh, maybe hour or two, there is so much hitting you in the face, and it seems, so I don't want to say disorganized because it's very intentional. Yeah. But how do you even organize scenes like this? I have no idea. It, it, I don't know. It's no, crazy. No, I,
1: I mean, so, there was, so there's a lot of like kind of abstract surrealist Um, objects rearranging themselves and melting into other objects. You're kind of, um, it's just to to like, you know, you have the artistic comparison of one thing is like another thing. Um, There's a lot of uh, deep black, navy or gray sort of punctuated by the white bloom lighting and um, some gold accents to sort of, Marry the cosmic with the noir. As far as uh, as far as I'm concerned, Nick, you want to say a few words?
2: Yeah, I think you know the art really did a great job at pulling you, like the royal you, into this game. The <laughs> like, royal you,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> like you know what I mean? Because like it's a very simple premise to start, but the game is so visually striking that you want to keep moving and you want to see what happens next, just because you want to see. How they've depicted the coming sections, right? Like the first couple hours, oh, I would say the first ten minutes of the game, I'm like I'm in, I'm locked in. This yep. game looks awesome. It's like I'm I have no idea
0: what I'm doing, but I'm locked in. Right?
2: It, it's gorgeous. I want to say it's, it's like a bold statement. This might be one of, if not the best-looking game, artistic style-wise, I've ever played.
1: It's very cool. Looking. Yeah, it, very it, cool. it's up there. Yeah. Um, so my next question, uh, in the words of uh, the protagonist of B Movie, do you like jazz? <laughs> <laughs> Do you Um, do you you like jazz, gentlemen? I mean,
0: my answer to that is no. Okay. Um, Why? Because you know what? I can't, I didn't, crazy? you know, I, I, perp- no, no. I purposely <laughs> like did not look at any of your, um, your notes or preparation for this because yeah, I yeah. wanted to be a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if like you remember this, but in college I had to sit through 77 jazz recitals over the course of four years. Yeah. Okay, so for me, I am so triggered by like people taking eight bar solos for hours. Yeah. I can't do it. I I say this out loud to my friends all the time. Do I, I don't inherently dislike jazz, but I would say I am in jazz recovery,
1: unfortunately. (laughs) And I'm serious. <laughs> no, I, I, I... See, that's why I dropped out, man. Like, it was going to ruin it for me. <laughs> I, I, so my my answer is, I'm not a jazz head personally, um, but I am generally f- a fan of what I hear. Um, I feel like I can't really be... There's certain genres of music that I don't feel like I can be very discerning with. Like, it all sounds, all sounds like jazz to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy the jazz in this game. Um, I think in general... I like a sort of a smooth background jazz versus something more bombastic. You mean Um, like
0: bebop or something that would
1: be harder to listen to? Well, you know, the stuff that they're playing in fancy restaurants Mm -hmm. versus, you know, the you know, like uh, really over the top. What about you, Nick? You like jazz?
2: I mean, I play a lot of RPGs, so I'm not used to hearing jazz music in video games. So I think it was like a pretty welcome addition. To, to listen to it. You know, I'm I'm used to these like bombastic, you know, orchestrated Latin Latin voice kind of thing going on. But um so this so I, I liked it a lot actually. I like the backing tracks of this game. <laughs> I
0: oh, You know no. what it is? I think um I this is gonna sound so obvious, but I think the aesthetic of 1940s jazz and the way this game the way everyone is dressed in this game is cooler to me than the act I shouldn't I'm not I'm not about to say jazz isn't cool, but what I, I'm a music theory guy. I like what jazz has done for the foundation of music, but I, I am not going to listen to it. I'm out. That, I'm sorry if that's not the answer you want. Greg wanted. is out on jazz. I'm
1: out, 100%. <laughs> Miles Davis, eat your heart out, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, so this game has fairly limited interactivity. Did this bother you at all? Only toward the end, I think. Uh, at the beginning, I was able to,
2: you know, I'm just, okay, Yeah, I have simple gameplay, mostly I don't know what would you call it, point and click, some running around, kind of how I describe it. It's the like gameplay. very loose
0: point and click. Yeah,
2: mostly puzzle solving. Um, it was so simplistic. I think um the first couple hours of the game, it was totally fine. Like I was able to get through it because the art and everything going on was so cool and so interesting. But by the end, it real the lack of gameplay or actual game to play really started to grade on me.
0: I think, Nick, I think I said that to you when we were doing yeah. this in real time. I said, I think there's enough game in this game for me. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not gonna say there isn't a game here, but it is. This is an obtuse uh, artistic project. Yeah, I
1: think. Yeah, I. So I would personally have savored a bit more substantial gameplay, but I guess it's not really the point. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, the whole game is like so surreal that even like you know picking the petals off flowers is progress. <laughs> right. The way I, I I didn't spoil this this joke, but uh, I was gonna compare it to. This is very much kind of like an. A more existential warrior, where <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean, where it's like yes, you get I these three-second prompts and it's like fart really fast, and you got to get a guy like who has to fart and like stink up the room or something. Dude, like, I the,
0: I didn't think you would make that comparison at all. That's an but,
1: but, comparison. but you know what, what I mean, yeah, yeah, right? I absolutely. Know it's what you very mean. kind of um, it, it does it defies explanation. It's like just do it, just do it really fast, you know, like that kind of thing. But um, yeah, so I. <laughs> I would, I don't know, um, would you guys call this an art game? Would you describe it as such? I think I would, because the gameplay is so almost non-existent. Well, I mean, I
0: consider all games to be art.
2: So no, but that...
1: I mean, like, at the expense of of uh, defying genre, right? Oh, like, yeah. In terms I mean, of... I,
0: I, I don't want to, like, um, speak for the developers, but I mean... Of course, the artistic intention of what it looks like and makes you feel is more important than the gameplay.
1: Right. and But I do feel like, I felt like, I was like, should this have been an animated movie? And I feel like it it would have taken a totally different structure if mm-hmm. it did. Well, I think
0: that the whole, I'm not going to get too philosophical about video games, but the whole point of I need to input buttons to progress the thing is a part of a video game. Right. Even though this is an absolute fever dream heart attack, like of a game. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. I think, no, I don't think it should have been an animated series or a movie. There is enough inputting of prompts for this to be a game.
1: Yeah. I think it would have been, I mean, because on some level, at some point, you are setting the pace of this. Yes. And I feel like if you weren't, if you all you had was the pause button on the remote, it would be very overwhelming. Yep, sure. So I, I think agree. that was a big part of it for me. So, um, uh, you know... Games is art. Art has differing interpretations about what it was about, what it all meant. I would like to start with you gentlemen asking, in your own words, can you explain what you thought the plot of Genesis Noir was about? Okay, so I, Nick, if you don't mind, I am going to start. Go and it. then
0: you guys can maybe speak on this in more detail. Okay. So th- what, I, what I found very interesting about... So what we try to do on the show is we... We do do pre-production and talk about the game off uh, off mic before we get into the room, but we try to have our conversations be mostly natural. Like we're not gonna we're not gonna script out the entire thing beforehand because we want to have a lively discussion. No, but we we talked out the story a little bit in um, off mic because. We our interpretations were so opposite of each other. Yes. Where I was like, we need to talk this out on mic because this this game I interpreted this totally differently. Right. So if you'd allow me to start. Of course. Of course. What I <laughs> here's what I thought this story was. I thought you were playing as a detective and you're investigating the murder. Of uh, of Miss Mass, who I jokingly would call Miss Atomic Bomb. But um, the song
1: is really good. Yeah. So it's not a great album, but no, the song it's not. is rock. Um
0: <laughs> That's really funny. So I thought this, this game was going to be you are a detective, you're investigating the murder of Miss, uh, I almost called her Miss Atomic Bomb, Miss Mass, who was killed by a saxophone player named Golden Boy. And it's revealed over the story that you had a sexual relationship <laughs> with Miss Mass why do so, you have to
1: bring sex into do, it?
0: That, it it's in the it's what, what do you mean it's in the story <laughs> it,
1: you could have just said relationship oh sure and <laughs> i could have anyway you fuck <laughs> their brains out <laughs> god <laughs> jesus christ continue. <laughs> continue anyway so what i thought this was
0: was um as you're in inve- <laughs> nick is like cackling in the background. What I thought this game was going to be was all of these connections and metaphors to the Big Bang and these existential sort of ideas. I thought all of these crazy fever dreams were the inner workings of your character's mind trying to solve the murder. It's, you know, not too different from like Francis York Morgan trying to associate crimes with, um, his other personality yeah. or who is the guy in heavy rain with the VR glasses. Oh, Norman Jaden. Yeah. Oh and you know God. how you kind of put on the VR glasses and do weird stuff to figure out the crime. Yeah. That's what I thought this was. Okay. And so now Riley, I'm not going to speak for you cause I want you to go next. You said to me, there is no miss mass. There is no golden boy. It's the opposite. So well, why don't you speak next?
1: Well, no, no, because I want I want you guys to Nick. You didn't even speak about about like I want you to go through the whole thing and kind of say what because there's a lot of there's a lot of different steps here. Mm-hmm. I want you to go and I'll share my very opposite interpretation. Okay, I
0: mean, Nick, did did you want to input something now or yeah? Do you I'll, want me keep go going?
2: Now. Yeah. Um. So. <sighs> I, w- I think at the very beginning, at least, um, at least for me. But I think the intention was they want you to think it's a detective investigating a murder thing. Where it started to churn for me is when you get to the chapter. I believe it's called Hunt. The Hunt and Gather chapters, where the the objective, the mission is you have to go and find Golden Boy's trail. But you end up finding like these people, like cavemen, essentially. Yeah. And I'm just like wait a minute yeah, like, what's, going on? With what's going on here yeah. so that's when it kind of clicked it uh, clicked in my brain here nothing it's not quite as it seems mm-hmm. is what i was my interpretation here and as i got further along in the game i'm like okay we're getting really far away from a simple murder investigation um there's a lot of uh things alluding to like space and, you know, like, Miss Mass being Mass. Yep. And they're trying to, uh, say, Golden Boy, like, representing, was it Energy or something like that? Yeah. And there's Big Bangs. I'm like, okay, are they trying to relate the creation of the universe to a murder? Is that what's going on here? I just, and I interpreted it like... I, like I said, I mean, I was
0: flatlined during this, like this game <laughs> like blew my mind. But what I thought was because one of the within the first 30 minutes, the setup of the the the, the visual setup of the game is you are at the quote unquote crime scene. Mm-hmm. There is a golden boy shooting a bullet and you are solving puzzles in the bullets trajectory.
1: Yeah. But so one of the, all right. So first off, let me start um, by saying that I don't believe the story is a perfect analog. Okay, um, And I think it would have, this isn't a game killing experience for me, but I think it would have been more satisfying, especially to you guys, if the framing story of the, you know, the, the noir element played out more conventionally. Um, I think a lot of, a lot of great, you know, sort of allegory and stuff like that is stuff that works both ways. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas it is, to me, I felt that it was just sort of like the aesthetic that they chose to tell the larger story. Um, And so right off the bat, like Miss Mass hasn't been murdered yet. She is, it's when you pan out, when you click uh, A or whatever your uh, um, affirmative button is on her, it says a singer in peril. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to prevent her from being shot. And you're trying to prevent the big bang from like which is his gu- golden boy's gunshot is, is labeled as the big bang right mm. so you're trying to prevent this from happening or reverse it or something right that's and all his um uh his vision board uh is is all kind of how to create a black hole how to prevent this i was like okay so this is i'm there's a lot more metaphysics going on than than the noir. So I'm like, it's not like a conventional. I think it could have benefited from being like how to solve a murder, but it's not really like about a murder. It's like yeah. the murder hasn't even happened yet.
2: Right. Like once you get to those parts in the middle of the game, you're like, this is not about a murder well, anymore. In the
0: beginning of the game, Nick and I were talking, you know, uh, side by side on the couch. It Has the murder happened or are you walking in as like, have they set you up where it has just happened and you're walking in on the body or are you, are you envisioning what could happen and how do you stop it? I, that's what I was toying with the whole time.
1: So I, yeah, I think so. Basically um, I, I had sort of a loose, uh, a loose grasp on all these concepts to begin with, but I, I did a lot of kind of research on their actual, what, you know, Uh, Physicists, uh, if any are listening, please uh, bear with me as I I butcher (laughs) these concepts. Um, So let me read on the website uh, the description of the game. Uh, A love triangle gone askew as cosmic beings quarrel in the dark nether of pre-creation. Confrontation and a shot fired. A big bang. The birth of the universe, an expanding force of destruction. The earth, a fragment of shrapnel hurtling towards the fragile heart of a god. Can you find a way to stop the Big Bang and save her? That's that's what they have on the website. So um, I took this literally. I was looking up uh, some of their uh, uh, design influences Were this Italian author uh, Italo Calvino, his book Cosmic Comics, which is a uh, compendium of uh, romanticized tales based around the laws of physics as they were known when the book was released, which was 1965. Um, the best-known story from this collection addresses how the moon used to be much closer to Earth and involves a love story between uh, people who gradually separate as uh, the distance grows too far, just like transatlanticism. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. A good album. <laughs> very, very good, very good. Um, so the central conflict in this story comes from the entity Golden Boy, as we've uh, we've discussed, attempting to shoot his girlfriend, Miss Mass, because of her affair with the protagonist, who I believe is called No Man, yep. addressed this a couple times. So that, yeah, I mentioned he has a little, uh, No Man has a vision board uh, right behind Golden Boy. Um, and uh, you're kind of, over the course of the game, collecting these little spirals um, that look, they're supposed to look like watch parts, I believe. Kind oh, of resemble interesting. example his hair, Golden Boy's yes. hair too, right? So yeah. um, we gotta talk about the Big Bang first, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. So the Big Bang Theory. It was a show that ran for twelve seasons on CBS, <laughs> and it is also a set of models used by cosmologists to describe the expansion of the universe. Sure, I'm sure you've heard of this. Um, originally, um, it was it was a you know a dense singular thing, a primeval atom, small body of mass. Um, this you know exploded and became the universe as we know it, um, thanks to this seemingly rogue spark of energy. Right, I believe. This is, um, I mean, I'm sure we all read the Wikipedia page, right? That, that there was, um, I think this is cited by a reviewer who believes that Golden Boy represents energy. I think he does definitely represent that spark and is for all intents and purposes, God. I think Golden Boy is God. His hair is also in the shape of the little spirals you collect, um, known as uh, the Fibonacci spiral, also known as the Golden Spiral. Um, this is a logarithmic spiral, very frequently observable in nature. You know, you get the, uh, at certain point, you get that um, uh, ammonite shell, you know, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, a n- yeah. Nautilus shell or whatever. And then, you know, even on the macro scale with the galaxy, it's the spiral, right? Both of these appear as visual metaphors in the game, right? The spiral is also um, the shape of these these watch pieces, uh, which lack a golden touch. That's what they say. Um, and the particle that you wind up trying to create later with the scientist is also you're trying to recreate that shape, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So, this particle, I suspected, and I believe this is where they're going with this, was supposed to be the Higgs boson god particle, which um, was theorized in 1964 and it was confirmed to exist in 2012 by the Large, large uh, Hadron Collider got you know, mm-hmm. that big yep. machine, it's like millions of miles long, uh, the guys at CERN. Um, so the God particle is, uh, it, its existence gives mass to other particles, which would otherwise be moving around super fast at the speed of light. So sort of as, as the icing on the cake of this, this allegory here, the spiral imagery um, is also shared by Golden Boy Saxophone. It also kind of ah, does that little yes. curl. Okay. So I think what they were getting at was that the improvisational nature of the sax solo and jazz in general was a parallel uh, for the, you know, kind of improvisational or unpredictable growth pattern of nature. Right. Like it's just like because there's a lot of that sort of mercurial imagery mm-hmm. like it's unpredictable it's all my, my brain is
0: melting out of my ears again but yes I, th- but, I, I think your theory holds water keep going
1: okay so um, the antithesis of the big bang is the black hole right so this is a singularity representing the end of space time um, this is where the protagonist uh, called no man comes in this character I think represents time um, the story introduces him selling watches to people on the street um, you advance through numerous segments by accelerating time, like with the um, the rotation of the day and night cycle and um, changing the departure times at the train station. And he can even stop time entirely, which is, I think, what how the framing device is supposedly set up. So it's happening before the bullet reaches this sure. mass. Right? And also fast forward during gameplay. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a, a fast, fast forward, forward button. button. Mm-hmm. Missed it entirely. <laughs> yeah. Wish I had seen it. Um so uh the game in, in as far as I'm concerned it plays out as no man um travels through uh, time observing significant chapters in the development of humanity. Yep. Um so you have most notably like the initial seeding of life on earth, um the reproduction of single and multi-celled organisms, um, the transition of hunting to gathering and, and cultivating livestock, um, seasonal awareness, and this is kind of represented by the hunter character that you meet. Um, gradually the development of belief systems, religion, and politics, where you meet that like samurai guy in Japan. Um uh gradually uh artistic expression represented by the bassist, and um scientific achievement or uh species evolution kind of represented by the scientist or researcher character right so the end of humanity and the universe at large is visualized by the black hole the all-consuming black hole or singularity which which seems bleak um this is uh, a hypothetical end for our universe which scientists believe is called the big crunch i think um mm-hmm. it is uh i mean it's not confirmed but it's it's uh it's it's sort of you know, all these are all these are our are, are, are theories. But uh, when this happens in the game, um, no man's left arm disappears, which is the arm he had the wristwatch on, because uh, you know time is like a relative concept. It's how you know measurement of the, the you know the revolution of the planets or you know around the sun, etc. When a black hole happens, there is no time. There is no there's no time. It's uh, it's a Nothing. singularity. Time will have no. Lar- I mean, I think that's why he loses his arm there, right? I'd forgotten he lost his arm. Good point. Yep. Um, the subsequent chapter, there's, there's all these like very braid-like interstitials where they talk about physics and stuff, where it says um, black holes are cold, uh, lonely places. They are not, however, absolutely cold. Through quantum mechanical tricks, particles trapped inside the black hole can create a virtual double and escape from their prison. This process, known as Hawking radiation, predicts that even the most massive of black holes will one day evaporate into nothingness. Counterintuitively, as the mass of the black hole approaches zero, its temperature erupts to hotter than even a supernova. So this is part of a broader theory called the Oscillating Universe Theory, which suggests that the universe, um, in a, on a grander scale, is alternatingly... Uh, expanding and contracting in cycles so we're we're just in the middle of one of these right and this is where uh, we get to the animal collective uh, music video part of the game I
0: I, dude, I could not stand this
1: Um, (laughs) so this is definitely like way too long
0: um wait before you continue they am i allowed to say oh listen this game is, is biting off a lot yeah, yeah yeah they did they jump the shark here with like this music number and the rainbows and the colorful palette and
1: well so i get i get at least what they were going for but i don't it just doesn't work with the noir aspect I would, at all. thank you
0: i was so worried we were not going to agree on that no <laughs> where the i then I, I, I how do i put this I understand if the game is called Genesis Noir. Noir is a very certain visual style, and they wanted to give you a contrast of color for some, for the purpose of contrast or, or something related to the story, but this part is absurd. Like, with you I, like dancing around... I and think this, it's
1: just way too long. Did it's you call like, it an like
0: animal g- collective? That's really funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, it's like a B-side. It's not one of their stronger works. Jesus but uh Christ. I thought it was just like... Um, remember how journey ended it's like if that section went on forever you know like it's it, the journey when you, Were you flying up the mountain yeah it's it's it takes like 30 seconds Yeah, well that right? part rocks and this part sucks yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> i think you're right though riley if if like if that part in journey was as long as this dance number then we might be it would get about old journey. yeah it
1: would get old um so like the rest of the game i think it's very open to interpretation but to me um the, I think the intent behind this was a little crystallized by the sequence where you run through like the potential futures mm-hmm. of the characters you met along the way. So it shows you how these aspects of human life led to destruction when used poorly, but creativity and advancement when used well, right? For example... Um, two negative futures are shown for the scientist, where her research either destroys herself or the world around her. Whereas the positive outcome is her discovering like a new world or something. It's it's very abstract, but so the basic negative futures are either becoming a sellout or starving on the street. Where his uh, positive future suggests some kind of balance between success and artistic integrity. Um, so overall, I think it's a it's a optimistic portrayal of what will happen to humanity and how over time we learn from success and failure. Um, I think the animal collective part uh, seems to suggest that despite the cyclical nature of the universe, we'll still take something away from our failures. We'll still learn from them a little bit um, and improve life. And so I think what they were getting at is by adding voice, and color and order to the music that is kind of, kind. It, it's sort of, a, uh, I don't know. Cause I mean, it's good for you because you eat jazz, but uh, in terms <laughs> of like, it's giving like the music is uh, up until this point, it's very disorderly. And now it's, I, I think sense.
0: you may, you, I think you just articulated it better than me. I understand why they had the contrast section for their bigger, their bigger idea of their hope for humanity. Right. But I think, I don't know about you guys. Perhaps I'm just like, Maybe I'm just being too petty. I didn't like when voice acting entered the game. I really liked when everyone was silent. It bothered me. I really liked it when there was nothing.
1: Yeah. No. I. It didn't. It didn't kill it for me. But I didn't. Um. I didn't like like it. I, yeah, didn't I didn't enjoy like it. it. I yeah. mean, I don't know. I liked when uh, the guy said "Stop time, beat brother." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, was yeah, cool. Yeah. But in terms of like the singing and the this and that, I mean, it was. I mean, I think it. It was. It was necessary for their vision. I just didn't enjoy it as much as the earlier parts of the game. No, me either. You know what I mean? Nick and I were like, I, I booed the screen. <laughs> That's true. I was mad. <laughs> yeah, I think it, this might be like a weird thing for
2: me to say, but it wasn't the song. It wasn't the contrast. It wasn't all of that that killed that for me. It was just the... The lack thereof of gameplay that you're just repeating the same puzzles you already did. You're flying in a circle, filling in stuff. I'm just like, this needs to be over.
0: Don't don't you think you could have just gone through a door of color to show
1: this? You didn't or need something to do this. Yeah, well, I thought yet. I thought the game was going to be over like an hour before it actually ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah and like yeah. that's
2: that's the thing. This part really killed my interest Me in what too. was going to happen the rest of well, the game. Well, I kept
1: um, I don't know, I kept looking for her. You, you, the 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 uh, I was I was like, what's going to be like yeah. sort of the pin they put on this whole yeah. thing? You know, what was the What was all this? So I think it's um, for me, it's a very thoughtful game. Um, but the one aspect I'm having difficulty with is uh, Miss Mass's role in this metaphor. Mm-hmm. Look, we all love her. She's all she's really attractive. Miss Atomic Bomb. We love, yes, she's, bomb. She's we love really her. Hot. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yep. But uh, if the metaphor made sense, then the Big Bang would be Golden Boy's bullet passing through her Mm -hmm. and then we follow the cosmic trail of history as it passes through the other side of her body you know what i mean like mean,
2: like it should have the place where the character shows up should have been when the bullet is already through her
1: and then you follow the like the trail Mm -hmm. after it Uh, goes because the big bang is where energy and mass collide right right? so i was like do you
0: think they missed the main point
1: no i think they just i i'm not saying i i'm sure that they thought a lot of this stuff through I just think that this particular aspect, if it made more mechanical sense, I yeah. would like it better. They yep. may
2: have also added it to just give a little bit of incentive to the player. Like, okay, let's stop the bullet from happening instead of showing yeah. it already happened. They may have tried to play off artistic versus scientific. And I, able, I think that.
0: they also like, because I think I, it should be obvious that I took this game too literally, like when I played it. And I think they were—they probably pulled at my heartstrings more successfully than other people, mm-hmm. where I said, okay, are we trying to stop this murder from happening? Are we trying to just investigate Golden Boy and find him? That's but what I mean- that's probably why they didn't show the bullet having already struck her. Yeah. So they give you some hope that you can stop it.
2: It kind of relates back to what Riley said. If you do both pieces, absolutely right. The allegory makes sense for whichever interpretation you want to believe. Right. Sure. So it could have been an investigation. It could have been saving her. It could have also been the creation of the universe, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: like there's this movie called Mother, which is about like the beginning of it's kind of similar where it's like the genesis of life on Earth and it's like all metaphor. And Mm -hmm. you really like, if you, I mean, that's cool, but it would mean a lot more if you had something to relate to on a personal level. Mm -hmm. And Um, that's why the
2: Miss Mass murder plot is there. Murder, air quotes, yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. is there, I guess.
1: Right. Um, No, so Golden Boy rocks. Um, (laughs) It's, uh, that's, getting into my final thoughts here. I like how Golden Boy is very kind of uh, unapproachable and dismissive of you, almost. He's like winking at you. He's like he's he's. Uh, it's, I, I I like the the dynamic between the characters, but you don't you don't see much of him as it goes on.
2: I actually really I'm glad you say that. I really liked the dynamic between Golden Boy and No Man, right? Because I, and I it almost feels like they get a little closer as it goes on, right? Cause you kind of listen to him play a little solo at one point point. Well, like clap that, for him.
1: Yeah, it's like, it be, starts out as adversarial or envious mm-hmm. and then you kind of have no choice but to respect him. Right, right? kind of neat. Um, okay, so would you guys recommend this game? And if so, to whom?
0: Um, that's a great question. I, I need to be very open about this. The first three or four hours I said to Nick, is this an A? Is this one of the best games I've ever played? Then when you get to the the musical number, I said, "Never mind, uh, never mind." Um, I think sometimes this happens to me on goddamn game keyboard. Discussing a game with you guys in the room makes me like it a little bit more. Um, would I recommend? I think I would recommend this game to everyone because I have just never seen something like it. Yeah. Even if uh, at I was I was laughing, cheering, and booing like at some point well, you get the full
1: spectrum. You get, <laughs> <get>
0: <laughs> Nick, I mean, I would recommend it purely because I have. It's so unique. Yes, Mm.
2: Nick. Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard not to recommend a game like this because it's so unique. You know, I've I've never seen an art style like this before. And I think the game should have been a little shorter, but it's hard not to recommend a game that's only a few hours long. Yeah. So I think I would. I would recommend it. Yeah.
1: I um. So despite how much it makes my head spin to think about it, I do think it's a really unique game. Um, I think it's worth experiencing yourself if you like. Uh, abstract art games, um, so you can come up with your own interpretation. We obviously all had different different takes on it. Um, I'm giving this game a B. I don't know what you what do you guys. Yeah, go ahead. You
2: know, I'm actually I'm agreeing with Riley on this one. I have it in here. I'm rating this game a B. I felt uh, the art the art was like some of the best I've ever seen, but I needed more from the gameplay to make yeah. it more than a B. That's
0: tricky. I have no idea. This is so hard. I feel like my heartstrings going in different directions. Yeah. Nick, when we were sitting there, I said, this is an A. When Mm -hmm. Animal Collective started playing, (laughs) I said, this game is an F. Like, I hated this. But now discussing it with you guys... And also, Riley, you explaining uh, the allegory of the game and all of these physics concepts. I almost wish someone was doing that with me side by side. <laughs> we should I, play I,
1: these together from now. But no, I mean, so that's just like the reviewer we were talking about earlier really had a totally different. Inter- that was just my what I yeah. took away from. No, I it. guess
0: I think what I'm saying is you. I think you made the game more palatable for me. Okay. Like you explaining that. Like before, I give my grade. I thought I was just kind of seeing, you know. Um, is this an, is it, what do you call No Man? No Man, yeah. I thought this was No Man has a crush on Miss Mass. Mm-hmm. Miss Mass is with Golden Boy, who's in the band. Uh-oh, they actually had a relationship together. And it, it was more of a love story. But hearing you guys say this, I'm like, wow, I'm stupid.
2: I don't like, think you're stupid, though, because yeah. I think that interpretation is totally valid. That's yeah. what it presents
1: to you, right? Okay,
0: you know what? I don't want to drag this out anymore. C plus, I'm done. Okay. That's it.
1: All right, that's, um, that's good.
0: Do you have any other thoughts, or should we move on?
1: Um, I I think so. I just wanted to address I think both of these games before we get into White Shadows here. I think I saw both of these um initially posted on the r/games subreddit, which is, you know, it's uh it's it's not a great place, but it's uh it's I hear more about unique or interesting games there than most other places. And I think wasn't Genesis Noir was a Xbox like uh, a It's on Game Pass. It's how oh, i Game played Pass. it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean it's it's I, I like at least that it's, you know, these games are they're kind of in the ether. They're discoverable. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's that's kind of cool about it. Um,
0: now we're gonna move on to White Shadows.
1: Uh, let's do it.
0: Yeah. So what I want to say about this first, right off the bat, this game is very scary. <laughs> and I, when you now, what I I want to say this too, when you recommended this is Riley's recommendation that we played uh, White Shadows along with Genesis Noir, and I I knew nothing about this. I had never heard of it. And it's one of these games where after I played it, I said, "I am so—I don't want to say mad. I am so disappointed that no one has played this, no, no one's, one's reviewed this. About it. it is this is such an understated game. Yeah. And uh, I am not going to uh, stomp on your flow here. So, Riley, why don't you start us, oh, and then let's course. get into this. This game is very terrifying.
1: <laughs> yeah. So this, so White Shadows, um, very undersung game, uh, puzzle." Uh, platforming side scroller developed by i believe it's pronounced Monocle, um and uh published by thunderful publishing in 2021 i want to say a brief note i was like watching the credits roll on this game and i i saw they, sh- they show the photo of the team at the end i said like wow eight people and a dog and a thousand people can't make a decent halo game <laughs> like oh my god that's probably
0: the best the best quote about this like i I remember you saying in the chat wow a team of eight people and a dog made something like this It's so Um,
1: fucking like compared to so many other games we've covered recently (laughs) it's so much more memorable and it's like eight people dude a
0: thousand people made halo infant and it's fucking that huh amazing (laughs) anyway
1: Uh, yeah so just just for perspective a small team Um, This game is set in a very brutally dystopian, um, I don't know if you'd call it, You remember the Breaking Bad uh, Kafka-esque? It's very uh, mysterious, kind of interminable factory kind of world um, where these anthropomorphic animals uh, sort of compete and, and crush each other for... I, I feel like it's it's intentionally nebulous but this form of like electric light that they live off of
0: I thought this was a factory that is making a certain substance and animals are being abused to make it
1: right that's what I thought this was yeah um so what did you guys think of this game's art style and the meaning behind the title of White Shadows? Sure.
0: So right, this is another funny anecdote. Nick and I also played this side by side. Quote unquote and, co-op. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quote unquote co-op. And I remember I was just calling the character Birdman the whole time because <laughs> yeah. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. And you asked me about um, the aesthetic. Why yeah. is it called this? So. I think it was called this because the game is also in black and white, but there's a lot of like, I don't want to call it strobe lighting, but there's a lot of like, as if a room was completely dark and you're always spotlighted with something blinding. Yeah. That's what I thought.
1: A a lot, a lot of, um, you know, for, for a black and white game, you tend to, you don't really miss the color that much. I think it definitely works in the game's favor. The only Really, I think it's supposed to be natural light source is above the entire factory complex, which figures prominently later. But I'm not really sure if there was more to it. I found out that the, so this is a German team and there was a 1950s movie called White Shadows because I was looking up information about this game and I couldn't find anything. Mm-hmm. So there was a movie called White Shadows. I don't know if it had anything to do with it. Um, but I, I mean, I thought it worked really well. It's a very oppressive atmosphere. It's very bleak. Nick, what do you want to, do you want to say anything?
2: Yeah. I think, uh, didn't we say off mic in our private chat an alternative title of this game, uh, bleak beaks. We yeah. Also, beaks. yeah. Bleak beaks. Like, but at, Greg, I believe you started playing first. You're we kind of passing the controller when yeah. you're playing this. You started off Raven girl, I believe is the character's name. Yeah. Comes out of like the little, uh, what is that? Like uh, the cuckoo clock thing, Yeah, the toy. Yeah. And I'm just like, Oh my God! Where are we? Yeah, right. <laughs> this is awful. And, what? And I, I don't want to, you know,
0: uh, uh, go too far ahead. But when you, I remember like the loud sound of the train going yeah. by. I jumped out of my seat. Oh yeah. I was like, wait a minute, is this game? Is this a horror game? What it's, is this? It's,
1: it's very unsettling. I oh, think yeah. oppressive
0: was probably the perfect word to use. Oh, for and it. it's it's on purpose, and they did a good job.
1: Yes. Yeah. So right off the bat, there is a content warning at the beginning of this mm-hmm. game. Um, that it clarifies that it, it, uh, depicts racism, uh, sexism, violence against women, children, and animals. Uh, what were you guys expecting from this?
0: I, I have no idea. I, I think when I played, I was very like impressed. I don't know what the right word is. Besides I was impressed by this game throughout the entirety I have no idea what to expect. I purpose. I had never heard of it. I looked up nothing. Yeah. But I what I either. thought we were going to get was um. what were those two games inside and uh,
1: no, Limbo and Limbo? I was, kinda, like, kinda I was like, kind of reminiscent of Limbo. The only game I could compare
2: this to is Limbo, but yeah. this is way, uh, way out there compared to Limbo. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had zero expectations. Also, I knew nothing about this game, but uh, can I just comment and say, it's kind of nice to see a content warning. I feel like content warnings in media are growing a little bit more popular, a little but, more common. But I don't—you don't see them a lot in video games. At least I haven't seen. You too know many of the them. content warning almost exp- uh, gave
0: me a little bit of... Uh, what's the word for this? It showed me some intent. Yeah. Um, where if they just displayed a bunch of depictions of like racism and sexism and horrible shit, I'd be like, what are they trying to do here? Right. But when they give you a warning that, hey, this is in the game, it made me think, okay, these, these dudes are thoughtful. Oh, yeah. This?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, so I was basically... I was like, how extreme can it get? Because Mm. this is like an animal game. Very. (laughs) So yeah, I felt that we were being teed up for like an animal farm kind of allegory. And it sort of is to an extent, but I didn't expect sort of the levels of like depravity and mm-hmm. like myopia that we would <laughs> start to experience. Ooh, yeah. It's, it's very, and I, you know, I say this laughing because it's uncomfortable. Like <laughs> right? I'm not like laughing about their plight. Or we're anything. laughing because
2: we're very uncomfortable and trying to cope. Yeah, what's yeah.
1: Yeah. It's so, um, this world in particular, uh, it reminded me in a good way of, uh, Abe's odyssey. You ever see that game? I haven't played it, but it's Ooh, like, it's like a nineties kind of very similar, in a factory setting, there's, there's sort of a stratified um, social structure. There's a lot of big signage around. You know, it's very ironic. Um, the opening uh, depicts your character, Raven Girl, as you mentioned, uh, emerging from a giant either telephone, like cuckoo clock kind of yeah. uh, uh, hybrid thing. Um, in the middle of a factory, uh, there is a sign early on that says all animals are equal. But it becomes clear that uh, ravens such as yourself are at the bottom of this pecking order. And there are birds, I like that. And there are several signs warning the other animals that they spread disease. Hmm. So birds spread disease. Right. Yep. And so uh, I felt that this was perfectly communicated by there's a puzzle early on with um, uh, it, it sort of illustrates like there's like effigies of each animal um whacking like the next one in the head with a hammer and um the ravens are dead last or obviously they're at the bottom of the food chain and it requires like an actual like live sacrifice of like the baby chicks to to uh progress
0: now you can either um sacrifice a chick or yourself
1: oh okay yep so you are you just like dazed i I never
0: i never did it where you sacrifice yourself but uh, you, you using the chick is the
1: is the easiest solution. Because one ran over there and I was like, I guess this is what I have to do. And I, yep. didn't, I, didn't, I didn't realize it was going to get smushed.
2: That but. one gutted me, man. Like it gets hit with, like I saw it was going to happen. I said, oh no. This is what we have to do, isn't it? And then it just like explodes into feathers and you're like, Oof. oh, what have I done? But is it, it is that, listen, I knew the
0: whole game was serious, but when that happened, you guys like kind of strap your seatbelt on and go, all right, this is a serious game. But it yeah. only like gets worse. There. It only gets worse. <laughs> No, I, I haven't s- experienced this since like the last of us where everything is so dour, very right? bleak, very yeah.
1: bleak. Um, I think, you know, pretty transparently like this depicting like a class structure, mm-hmm. um, but also kind of the same way, um, each successive wave of immigrants, uh, especially in American context, like kind of got shit on by the previous yeah, yeah, one, like yep. the Irish Italians, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is this is really like the best type of world building and storytelling through gameplay you can get, where the puzzle is informing like the the world mechanics. Yeah. Um, it reminds me a lot of of uh, my favorite game, Riven. Yeah. where they they uh, there's a classroom where there's this puzzle, and it's like some guy getting fed to a shark. And on a string it's like made out of wood but it's it's intended to every time he descends it it um adds another numeral and that's how they teach you the numbers in ribbon okay and it's like oh yeah okay so it's it's very like there's no ui there's no it's all very natural in mm-hmm. world right um i did want to uh kind of if this game sounds intriguing to you, maybe put a little spoiler warning here because I do think it's worth playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So so we're about to spoil it. Go uh, ahead.
1: It's very short, but I mean, I felt like it was, you know, I think it's worth playing. So mm-hmm. just putting that there. Um, I uh, An early highlight for me. Uh, so... You mentioned um how scary the trains were. What scared the shit out of me was the giant um like flying barge with the wolf's head on it. Oh, yeah. it was terrifying. Yep. Uh-huh. Um so the wolves are like the highest the highest order, I guess. Um, but I don't think you ever see them at all, uh, which is really interesting. Um, there is a very memorable early on. It's kind of like a, a Donkey Kong Country train sequence mm-hmm. <laughs> um, where they play um, Flight of the Bumblebee. Yes. So, how did you guys feel about the way this game used famous pieces of music during its key moments? They certainly got off cheap here,
0: right? Because all of those were royalty free. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of royalty free music here. It, I think... I don't know what the right word for it is. I am going to use the word ironic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, Where I... As opposed to Genesis Noir, I love the music in this game. (laughs) um, Where it it felt so strange to me where I, I think... I could be misremembering. I think they played um, parts of ballets at points yeah, too. Yeah, they did. Where I said, this is like awesome because this game is so bleak. It is so awful. Like I mean, it's awesome, mm-hmm. but it is so miserable and you're getting this very nice Elegant piece, elegant piece that I'm familiar with. And it yeah. is, it's almost like so mean that it's playing,
1: Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah.
2: What, was what you're thinking of, like juxtap- juxtaposition. Yes. Like yep. just between yes. the music and what's happening on yes. screen. I'm just like, I loved it. Personally, yeah. I was, I think you were playing through some of the parts and I was just saying they're laughing at like how, how ridiculous it looked and how scary it all was. I absolutely love the music. I thought it was the perfect touch to yeah. this
1: miserable, bleak world. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like on one level, it's ironic and on another. It's like completely perfect yes. Yeah. because you know I think like Kubrick did this a lot with using those like, um, famous pieces for juxtaposition, like horrible things are happening on screen, but you have yeah. this famous piece of music yeah um, the, uh, the waltz, uh, in particular, um, I think it's, uh, d- don't, don't kill me here. I believe it's pronounced the blue Danube. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, it's it like pl- the river. Yes, um, it plays um, w- when you sneak through the uh, egg collection plant, oh. and your character has to sort of dance in and out of the spotlights, and it's g- kind of in time with the music. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Uh, this this segment in particular was absolutely stomach churning for me. Did you guys? Did, this was this was like an oh no moment for yeah, me. Yeah, you, you talking you guys about
0: feel this? You didn't mean the sign that says lay eggs now? Yes. yes. I. Oh. This is where I. I looked at Nick and I said, Are these? ravens are these pigs like what is this we like don't know what, what is going are. on well
1: i no i think the implication is that they're like full-grown ravens or chickens or something they're plucked fr- free of all their feathers right 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 and they're situated above this like series of pipes that collect their eggs oh. And they collect their offspring, which are these tiny little chick things that are jumping around, and they always all flock towards you. It's very, very sad. Um, but uh, it it sends them like into a shredder, yeah, effectively, <laughs> right? Ugh. And yeah. I think the so is the implication in the story that this is their being drained of their life force to to keep the the machines turning? Yeah, you?
0: I think what they're implying is that you they are either, massacring these chicks to help make the battery product that they make, or it's helping keeping the factory going, but it's a little bit ambiguous about what's happening.
1: Yeah. There's no, again, there's no dialogue in this one either. So it's all, it's all signage and, and, uh, implication. Yep.
2: I, I agree. I think they keep some of the fully grown, like they let some of the chicks, uh, get fully grown so they can use them for eggs. But essentially it's, they lay the eggs, get the chicks, chicks go into either the shredder or they go somewhere else to become the battery power.
0: Yeah, right. that's basically I,
2: what it is. It's I, as bleak as it sounds. I can't
0: believe like the PETA didn't try to stop this
1: one. <laughs> right. Well, I actually I felt that this was maybe like a little bit of a vegan commentary, oh. you know, like having I mean, that's just what I got out of it. But in terms of like forcing these these animals to lay eggs and, yeah. and you know, for our benefit or whatever, you could be right. Yeah, that was just what I took away from. But um, there is also that uh, there's so many great set pieces in this game. And one of the other really memorable ones is when you have to use the other chicks as like cover. <laughs> Ah, when there's like these rat guards that are like shooting lasers at you and you have to... I mean, it's terrible, but it's also kind of funny because they're just (laughs) getting like blown away and you need to use them to progress. That was the
2: second part, second or third part of this camera. I went, oh, do I have to... Yep, I got to use them as a shield. (laughs) You had the controller
0: in your hands, Nick, at this point where you had to... the chicks as a shield so you
1: don't get killed i was like
2: no please well
1: it's it's very like i mean it's 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 representative of these awful times in histories and like the terrible things you would need to do to survive mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of i think calling back to that yeah. um so the next big set piece uh probably when raven girl gets trapped and brought out to perform in fun world Oh, this is so great uh it's a game show how did you guys feel about this segment and what did you think it sort of represented?
2: Okay, so I have a fantastic experience with Fun World because I didn't play it at all. I watched Greg play Fun World and watched him get annihilated by Blades, Flame... This was oops, very funny. ...and falling off the edge. It was extremely funny for me. I got my comeuppance way later, but it was very entertaining for me to watch Greg do this section. I thought... I thought the set itself was awesome. Like, you, like you're performing in front of a crowd. Yeah. I and it's almost like it was
0: on television too. Yes. Yeah, it, yeah. 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 And I think so. like,
2: when you win a game over, it's it gives you a message, like a game over screen, like the only good bird is a dead bird or something. Yeah. And then you restart again. Yeah. So I'm like, it's like they they plan the show, quote unquote, for you to die. And they show that message to all the viewers when you do get a game over. Right. Yeah, but um, I, this is probably one of, if not my favorite, set piece also very
1: unique too yeah i mean so the game as a whole is not super challenging but i feel like this was definitely one of the tougher parts for me yeah yeah Um, for sure there is essentially like so the the way it goes down is there's a big sort of like cuphead boss (laughs) in the middle of it it's big it's big sort of robotic i think it has a wolf's head right yes and um it's kind of trying to crush you and burn you and cut you up um and uh, it's it's crazy because like even when you win, um, the the giant robotic hand like very patronizingly like pats you on the head, like, and oh, then you job. and then you get sent all the way back down. To the lower levels, right?
0: Oh, this is like demoralizing, it's, right? It's, you get
1: all the way up to the movie set, and then they toss you all the way down. I think, I think so. The point that I was eliciting from this, it's kind of like their version of like minstrelsy, or like, like, oh, we'll respect you enough to to be like a, a performing monkey, but then we're gonna put you in your place. Yeah, you right. that's a really send,
0: good way to talk to about send that. you yeah. all
1: the way back down. Um, so following this. Uh, Raven girl discovers uh, bird town, Mm -hmm. which is a a civilization of other ravens or birds who have survived but failed to escape. And another nice detail I wanted to point out here is that if you miss a jump, like they'll all laugh at you. So there's there's no sense of camaraderie even amongst your own people. They're all just like mocking you. It's incredible.
2: This is the part where I think Greg got his payback for me laughing at him dying all those times (laughs) in fun worlds. I got my absolute ass handed to me here in in Tin Town or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Tin Town, Bird Town. Yeah, where if you're watching on YouTube, we'll have the gameplay clips of me dying like 50 (laughs) to 100 times (laughs) on this part.
1: (laughs) All the other ones laughing at you. It was
2: great. I loved it.
1: So um, yeah, uh, Raven Girl uh, meets an older one, um, potentially her mother or a like motherly figure, um, and is shown a dramatization of how the world became this way. And potentially how, like her own origin story, which I thought was very creative. Um, what is unclear to me in this point, maybe you guys can help me, um is if so the 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 way they demonstrate this is that the mother um releases an egg into the pipes as like a a dramatization of what happens above, right? And I couldn't tell if what she is doing here is, she is giving birth to one of like the rebel ravens or is it is it just representing what happens on the surface where um an egg will fall down into the the pipes and there will be one chick that is Smart enough to not jump into the shredder. Did you did you feel that way? Were you confused by that? Yeah, as I, was? I think
2: um, I think my interpretation is very similar to yours. That her intention was yes, I'm going to play the role of I'm going to lay eggs for them because they want me to, but with the hope that one of the chicks that comes from these eggs is smart enough and or that's, clever. That's enough. That's you, right? And that's you. That's how Raven Girl well, happens. Well, but.
1: yeah, but I wasn't sure at that because you're you, you're you play as the chick that yes. that is born from the egg and i wasn't sure if that was like the next one or it was your story i thought this story. was the story of you okay i took it that way as we're well we're like story,
2: you
0: know we you. i birthed you we've been waiting for you to find us yeah. right. like you're like the savior bird well it
1: was so basically um it's it's one of those things where all the other little chicks are jumping right into the shredder and you are the only one who goes the opposite yes. way and um it's one of those you know big fish gets big by never being caught kind of things. It's just there's every now and then you get this one remarkable, uh, uh, person, I guess. Can I say
2: the, the place you sit is very funny. They call it V I B for very important, very important bird, Bird, which I thought was important bird. Can I say one thing about this section? Yeah. This was like the one part of the game that didn't work for me. Okay. Sitting down and watching the play. I thought, they did such a great job at conveying what was going on through like signs in the background, through the platforming gameplay that to have an info dump section right here. I was like, ah, oh, did they really need to do that? Right, right. Could they have shown this in another way. I know you got to do it somehow. And this mm-hmm. is one way to do it. I'm sure this was an internal debate they had between the team. How do we show this? Do we do it this way? Do we try and make the game a little longer? I'm sure they talked about it. It
1: just sitting down. It's watching a little, a play, it's a little like cliche it of, of work uh, for me. Yeah. well, when we were first you know, yeah. cast down here and yeah. I, I don't know if, I, if, if I had my druthers, maybe, maybe it would be a different, different way of portraying it. But I did think it was really good the way that they showed your, kind of your character's origin yes. story, or at least a potential mm-hmm. yep. origin for that of how it would happen. Yeah um because you wind up all the way back in the the phone or, or the cuckoo clock and then it kind of get brings yep. you back to reality or whatever yep. right um so at this point uh yeah raven girl is led to this apparatus that gives her wings mm-hmm. um and you are able to fly back up i wish the sequence was like a little bit longer maybe um where you fly all the way back up to the top of the factory and you need to fly in the shape of an infinity symbol before you are granted access to this uh, waiting room area. And something we didn't really talk about is how throughout the game you are kind of being saved by this voice on the telephone. Mm-hmm. And it's never really clear. Like there's like a like all the guards are answering their phones, and you hear just a little like babble in the background. It's no no articulated words, and you can't really tell why you're being why they're telling them like, oh, don't turn your spotlight on her or whatever. Um, but in this, in this point, it happens again. And your character actually has to talk to them. Um, you don't understand obviously what they're saying, um, but you're, you're given a number and um, you, you meet a second Raven girl who is holding a different number. Mm-hmm. And um, so this is slightly foreshadowed because um, in the game show, I believe there is a little thing that says episode eight, a- a a 38 or something like mm-hmm. that and that's the one you're holding ah, i
2: see good question yep. so
1: i think it's like the implication is that this is happening over and over again mm-hmm. or I, I, I mean it's it's kind of nebulous um so you go up to the roof uh where you discover that the small source of sunlight has actually just been a spotlight this whole time and uh raven girl shuts it off and the game ends so what did you guys think of the ending I thought
0: they were trying to say you shut the factory down or you stop the facade of like, Oh, there's also something in the game. Um, do you remember the advertisement for take one light bath a day? Yeah. You remember that? I thought this was Raven girl shutting down the, the falsehood or stopping like the false ads that keep being shown. That's what I thought this was. Yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong. I, I thought the final shot was you get up, you know, you you fly through the factory, you go to the waiting room, you 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 have wings. No one else does. You go all the way up to the light tower and shut it off. But aren't there a bunch of them behind you? Aren't there a bunch of towers? Yeah. I thought this was like almost you're almost seeing part one of Raven Girl shutting shutting down the whole thing. That's what I thought it was. Okay.
1: So i I had a more um misanthropic. Oh uh, no. It's, no. So i I just felt like it was it was kind of just shutting off hope <laughs> like false hope because everyone is like, Oh, if I can just reach the, the light at the top and then she shuts it off and you know, they're, they're kind of, cause that's, cause they're sort of, there's a, a, a more matrix stuff this season. <laughs> You got uh, the sun is shut off, mm-hmm. and all the little batteries in the background looks very much like the humans when they're in the batteries in the Matrix. And then um, w- when you get to the end, uh, uh, you you realize you are not the first one, as Neo realized he was not the first one. the Matrix so. reference.
2: I think as as usual, I happen to find myself in between you gentlemen with what I think about things. Um, I had like what one part of me says, yes, there is the very literal aspect of, yes, you shut the light off. You're stopping this from happening. I'm not sure who's talking to you on the phone, but that's what I
1: I was curious, like who's letting this happen,
2: right? Someone up above is telling you, hey, you have to do this. We have to put a stop to this. Or or we're,
1: you know, we're going to let you get to the, for what end is it's interesting.
2: Right. And I do think there is that aspect of, but if I do shut this light off, it's going to prevent others from coming up here because there'll be no light to go to. Really? So that's
0: how I took the well, ending. A little I interpreted it as you're the only one who's gotten this far with wings. So you are well, capable of
1: stopping well, yeah, this. Yeah, but you meet the other one in there. Does the other one have wings? I think so, right? Fe-
2: yeah, I think they'd, ha- they'd have to, okay, right? Okay, they'd have there. to. Yeah, to get up there. But yeah, I think there, there's definitely more than one Raven girl. Is I, in... I mean,
1: not, not that this harmed the story in any way. I just, I, I ended it. And I was like, wow, it was fucking grim. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I thought that too. I was like, it was not a happy end.
1: No, Definitely no. not happy.
0: I thought it was. Really? Oh, shit. I, I thought were you, I, like I said, <laughs> I thought it was, you're the only one who's been able to get this far. This isn't the only one, but you are capable of stopping it. Greg? for once on this show,
2: you are the lone
1: optimistic one. You're the one. optimist. Sure. Wow. Just, Just like in real life. <laughs> Just, wow. Mr. Mr. Brightside himself. Yeah. Right? Wow. But yeah, yeah
2: I, I can see how you'd come to that. I though, mean, it's, it's
1: totally up to interpretation.
2: Yeah, so. which I think is like a beautiful thing about this game, right? Because shutting off that light, you did complete the journey. As yeah. The Raven Girl did it. You did get there. It's triumphant as as in a way. far as
1: anyone could get. Yeah. Triumphant so. in a
2: way. You did make it.
1: Yeah. So, uh, gang, would you recommend White Shadows? Absolutely one hundred percent yes
2: i thought this game was incredible i would absolutely recommend it as well
1: yeah i would um i would recommend this game specifically to fans of short more art oriented games um it's i think it took me three hours i saw a youtube playthrough that was i believe an hour and a half Mm -hmm. so just so you know uh, getting in if if uh, money is a factor there um i believe this team definitely uh deserves everyone's support Um, there is not a lot to the gameplay here, but there doesn't really need to be. Um, I, and I mean, I drew some comparisons earlier, but I want to make it clear that sort of just, you know, in terms of for fans of other stuff, I don't mean to demean it in any way. I think artistically, it definitely transcends those influences um, like Donkey Kong Country and, and uh, Oddworld and Limbo and all that stuff. Um, definitely one of the most unique games I've played in a long time. Um, I'm going to give this one an A-. Do Nick, use? do you have a oh, let me go
2: first. Okay, so I think there's just enough gameplay here to like for me to like really recommend you getting into it is like unlike Genesis Noir where I was really disappointed with the lack of gameplay. I think the amount of gameplay in White Shadows was pretty spot on, and the game wasn't too long that it felt like it was dragging. So like Riley said, this game takes you about two to three hours. No clutter,
1: very nope. very simple. No,
2: nope. but yeah, I really like this game. I thought it was awesome. Um, I I'm agreeing with Riley on this show on this on, on this episode. I'm giving this an A minus as well.
0: I think ooh. Yeah, this is a minuses all around. I all think right. this is a trio of a minuses. I yeah. almost said A. I was right there.
1: I mean, what? So what is what is holding it back? I, I think I think for me, it's it's if it was mm, tiny bit more substantial. I think after the game show, it might take a little bit of a, a dive. What I
0: think is there be, the gameplay is so limited. Yeah. That's not. A, I don't think that's a problem. It was so limited, but I did find myself saying too many times, what do you do? Like mm-hmm. there was a puzzle where I'm like, oh, you can open the lid. Right. Why is it right, taking right, right. me hours to figure this out? It's, it was awesome. I'm, I am so tempted to give it an A. I feel like if I was in the right, like emotional state and I was passionate, I'd be like, fuck you. It's an A. You but know what's I,
1: great? It's like it also like commits to the tone and like never really wavers from it no, ever. Bro.
0: I think a minus is all around. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts or should we wrap?
1: That's it. I've really in- these are these are two of the most um, interesting games that we've played all season. I would recommend either of them much more than Horizon Forbidden West. <laughs> and thank you for your time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: yeah, thank you guys for listening, and that's gonna do it for this double feature on Goddamn GameCube. Thanks.